This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hand off to Draymond. Draymond doesn't pull the trigger. Shot clock at three. Gotta go. Draymond turns, fires, and hits a three! Just how you diagram it. 19-point lead for Golden State. Now back to 95-7, the game. Last night, that was Draymond Green with the uh, with the indie face, okay? With with the uh, coming to America indie face three on Jokic, man, okay, last night. That was probably my favorite moment because of Draymond Green. Yeah. And when he, when he put the shot up, I'm like, oh, God, oh, my God. It was literally one of those moments. And, and and when things like that happen, when you're rolling the way they were rolling last night, right? Like things like that happen. Draymond Green shoots over Jokic from, from like three feet behind the three-point line and busts one, okay? It, it was mm-hmm. it was that kind of night for the Warriors. And and if you're the Nuggets, you're gonna live with it every single time. And you if you are Draymond, <laughs> you gotta make them pay, and he made them pay. So now maybe. They do, not to say, okay, they're going to guard him like Steph now, but now there is that thought, well, he has hit one. Now that pump fake comes in. Now the offense opens up even more. It's just the ability to have different options. And when Draymond is able to get it going a little bit offensively enough to be some version or some amount of a threat, the, the world is really your oyster if you are the Warriors. Well, And the funny thing is, the whole reason that shot was necessary is because he was sitting there like Dan Marino in the pocket trying to stubbornly get the ball to Steph right, Curry. They're right, like, no, 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 we're not letting Steph Curry get the ball. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. He's like, well, okay, yeah. all right, fine, swish. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I guess I, I can do it this way too, you know. So, yeah. And you, you, you check all of the spots and all of the things that you wanted to get taken care of if you were the Warriors last night. Draymond. at least feels like his confidence is coming back offensively. Clay got his touches. Steph, you're still working him back. Jordan Poole, what's he going to do in the playoffs? Seems like the moment isn't too big for him now. So all of the things that you wanted to work on, that you wanted to make sure you took care of in game one, tire out Jokic, get him in action defensively. They hit them all. 
They hit them all, and where do you go from here? If you were the Warriors, continue to ride it out. We don't know if Steph's going to start again. You don't have to start him. I mean, he played 22 minutes. That's perfect. That's exactly what they wanted from from 16 points, though, in, in 22. Well, exactly, yeah. and if you don't have to rush him back, don't. I mean, we joked about earlier years in the dynasty when you had KD and they won a series and Steph didn't even play. And we sat there and said, well, th- these Warriors aren't like that because we haven't seen – these Warriors be like that this season. They don't have Kevin Durant. So what they were going to be and what they were going to need night in and night out, you assumed it was going to have to be they can't mess up in in any way, shape, or form because they don't have the same firepower that they used to have. The uh, But you see a game like last night, keep Steph on the bench. I mean, he's <laughs> clearly not 100%, right? So, and you're able – not we don't know if Jordan Poole's going to score 30 again, but, at, but at, you can – you can play with more things now, and I think that the one thing, and we've been praising the Warriors basically all day here, and, and we should based on how they played, but the one thing that we have seen from this Warriors team this season has been a level of inconsistency. So game two for me tomorrow is going to be huge to watch and see, can you continue on this track, or is it going to be a letdown game? Do you, do you feel like you know maybe you're, 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 you're balling a little bit too much, you got too much dip on your chip like the Memphis Grizzlies, and, and you think you're just going to be able to roll the ball out there and take care of it? Because these Nuggets are not going to quit. Right, they're, they're not going to quit. Jokic is going to want to bounce back. Game. Jokic ain't going to quit. I can see the other fourteen dudes bowing out. Jokic, right, right. he's Serbian. He's he's got like pride. He's a big big alpha dude. I can see the other fourteen dudes just being like, ah, well, I mean, we got to ul- we got to go out and play these dudes again. Yeah, ultimately, you're looking around and he's like, Bryn Forbes, save me, and Bryn's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't got nothing for you, man. I do not have anything for you. So, game one of the playoff series against the Nuggets last night at Chase Center. The Dubs prevail 123-107, a 16-point victory. Again, the game wasn't really that close. Now, the, the highlight of the game, well, there were many, many, okay? But the player of the game, if you will, in most people's eyes, was Jordan Poole and his 30 points on 13 shots, also 7 for 8 from the uh, from the three-point line. I'm sorry, from the free throw line. But I have another hero. And this hero, it, it, I'm not going to call him unsung. I'm not going to call him unsung because this this man his his praises have been sung time and time again and rightfully so. But I just want to while we're handing out flowers, man, I just want to shoot a bouquet to my dude Steph Curry because he he scored 16 points, okay? But he came off the bench. He came off the bench, and when Clay came back after all this time off, there was a talk. Well, Clay should come off the bench uh, to, to start when he when he comes back. And then when he started, there was there were rumors, I'll say. I'm not going to say, like, we, this isn't an inside source. There were rumors circulating that Clay was like, hey, ain't no way I'm coming off the bench. I'm moving right into the starting lineup. Kick the pool kid back to the curb. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. And, and, and that's, that's how we're going to go, okay? Steph Curry looks at the team. He sees what's going on. He sees the chemistry. And he's, and he's Steph Curry. He's, if he wanted to start. He could have started. If Steph Curry wanted to drive his car onto the Chase Center floor, okay? Like, he, he could. He's Steph Curry. But he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll come off the bench. I, I will I will go out there. I'm not going to complain. And, and you know what? My the, the, the most Steph Curry thing last night that happened, it wasn't that he didn't start. It's that when the game is decided and they sit in the B squad with like five or six minutes left, Steph Curry went back out with the B squad, okay? Mm-hmm. He went back out, with, and who does that? And I just want to go back 
uh, about a year ago, last July, Andre Iguodala, he was on J.J. Reddick's The Old Men in Three podcast, and he told a story about DeMarcus Cousins, and this is the this is kind of the word-for-word transcript. This is, this is Andre Iguodala. He said, DeMarcus Cousins, when he was with us, there was this random day where he said to Steph, yo, yo are you real? Iguodala said. And Steph was like, what are you talking about? And Cousins was like, bro, you're the best player in the league. You don't get mad about anything. You don't ask for anything. And then uh, and then Iguodala went on to say he doesn't want any special treatment. He doesn't ask for anything. DeMarcus is like, you're an incredible person. This is dope. Every superstar I've been around is like, I need this. I need that. And, and that's not Steph Curry. And, and you, you, whether it was last night or when Durant came to town, mm-hmm. Steph Curry is is everything that you, you know. You hear, oh, I met so and so, and this dude was a jerk. Or or you see the Kyrie Irvings of the world. Okay, like like just being them. I'm not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. What I'm saying is, is there's something so special about this dude, Steph Curry, and and, and as Dubs fans, like we're lucky to have him because by Steph Curry was the most important warrior last night. And contributed to the win last night because he saw what was popping with this team, the chemistry, the, the the things they had going on, and he was like, "Okay, I don't want to mess with that." Right. I don't want to mess with that. And, and how many dudes? Can you think of another dude? Like not just not just Allen, not just in the NBA. Like, can you think of another professional athlete that would have been like, "I'll come off the bench. It's fine." Yeah, I mean, the the most selfless superstar we've ever seen. And as much as I feel that. You are from the Bay Area. You are a Warriors fan. You don't take Steph for granted. I don't think anybody does, but at the same time, it ne- you can never give him enough love. At, you know, so. Right, absolutely. I, I, and, and what he's been able we're, we're sitting here, and again, there is only one Steph Curry. We're worried about Jordan Poole coming off the bench. That's going to mess up his rhythm, and and what's he going to be able to do? If Steph Curry, and, and I get, that's the thing. It starts from the top. So then it makes it easier. Hey, Jordan. We're gonna. We might have to have you come off the bench, and he can't say anything because Steph just came off the bench, right, albeit exactly, for right, an injury. Yeah. But if Steph Curry is willing to come off the bench, how does that make you feel to the rest of the team? If Steph is willing to do whatever it takes to win, then we are riding with him, and we feel the same way. No divas, nothing like that. We are just handling our business, and it starts from the top down. And Steph Curry leads that train. He might not be the most vocal leader, but that's what they have Draymond for. He leads by his actions. And you see somebody like Steph, and, and he is okay with coming off the bench. Then even if if Clay Thompson goes cold for the next four or five games, and that conversation hashtag bench Clay comes back up, Clay, well, Steph came off the bench, so who am I to not do it? So it just sets the tone for everybody, and you can't say enough good things about Steph and what he means to this team and what he means to everybody that, that is a part of Dub Nation and what he means to basketball. Right, and, and, and I want to – Kevin Durant, right, as the – as the Nets are coming to an end in their opening Well, it just ended, game by the open. way. It okay. was a buzzer beater. Jason Tatum layup buzzer beater to beat the Nets. It was a crazy game. Kyrie <laughs> did his thing. They, the, the Nets were down big. Celtics came roaring they back. They came yeah. roaring back. They took the lead. It went back and forth. And Jason Tatum literally made a layup at the buzzer, and they just walked it off. Shout, shout out Celtics, because I'm, I'm – I'm picking the Celtics to win that series. I'm also kind of rooting for the Celtics to win that series just because yeah. – and, and I feel like Dub Nation is also – because Yeah. I mean, you I, got Kyrie who ruined – 
was a big part of the ruining of the perfect and, and, season. And it's also just a big dork. In gen- like, I'm just saying, Kyrie, or- Kyrie Irving is about is about a bigger dork as a professional NBA player can be. I just think that people that think that they're the smartest in the room, you're either going to love them or hate them, right? You can put Kyrie with the Aaron Rodgers. All these guys that think I am the smartest person in the room – that it's it, it it rubs people the wrong way. That's what it is. And then it turns into, well, then, man, he's good at basketball, but he just gets on my nerves. You know, and, and Kevin Durant was he was in this city and there was so much like so much love was for the Bay had so much love for Kevin Durant, but he never felt it because he's looking at the love Steph Curry got. And, and he's he said a whole bunch of different reasons. Oh, I left because of uh because of the fight. I left because of. Uh, 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 Ethan Sherwood Strauss. Yeah, like he, all he's like yet. he wanted to like launch stuff in New York. I don't know, but I, I feel like know. I feel like the reason Kevin Durant left. This is just my opinion. This is based on everything that I've seen throughout his entire time here. All the different reasonings, the way he reacts to certain things. Right, like Kevin Durant left. Because he was in Steph Curry's shadow. Yeah. I he mean, was in Steph Curry's six foot three, seven foot Kevin Durant was in six foot three Steph Curry's shadow, and it ate him up inside. But what did he expect coming here? You I, I, and I and I think what he did expect is I just got two finals MVPs. I'll tell you when Kevin Durant decided he was probably leaving. I was at a game. I was at the home the home opener for the season. It was after one of the championships. And Kevin Durant obviously won finals MVP. He balled, right? Steph Curry gets to the line and to start the season and they're getting he's getting MVP chance. And I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure at that point Kevin Durant, specifically if it was after the second the second championship, he's thinking there's nothing I can do to even be at the same not even surpass Steph, but be at the same level as Steph. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the thank you for the rings. I got to get out of here. Well, but see, but that's the funny thing is is that Kevin Durant is a superior basketball player to Steph Curry, right? But but Steph Curry, the guy that that that's what that's what you and you can't you can't expect to be more beloved. Listen, when they played the Nets earlier this season, and I want to say maybe November, Steph Curry goes off. He scores a bunch of points in Brooklyn, and the Brooklyn crowd right. is cheering MVP. So you can't get away from it. Steph Curry, he's just such a and again on the basketball court, out of this world. But the guy off the court. He is the anti-Kyrie. He is the anti-Aaron Rodgers. He's the anti-every athlete that that people despise because they're entitled or whatever you want to call them. And I'm not a person that buys into that. Listen, athletes make a lot of money because we watch. And our eyeballs are capital that is sold to advertising agencies, which the which the, the owners of the team, they take that money. And when the owner of a team gets Steph Curry or, or Kevin Durant or anybody $50 million – they make a hundred million off of that fifty million dollar investment, right? Yeah. So, so I, I'm the spoiled athlete, whatever. They're, they're rich. They're just like any other rich people. Um, but he's just—he's not that guy. And it's just—it's. It, I mean, I, refreshing. That's a—that is a cliche, right? Mm-hmm. But it really—it really is. It really is. But also, Allen, it, it allows the, it's allowed this team to be as successful as it is. It's not just a play on the court. It's who Steph Curry is off the court that has made this team thrive for most of the last decade. Yeah, and I do think that just from a gameplay standpoint, and we got people on the radio saying, you know, Steph came off the bench from the 408 to optimize his minutes, relax, he's not sacrificing. I mean, sure, but... 
he he also could have said, I'm not coming off the bench. So exactly and, and right, there yeah. are people that would have said that, right? We we had what was it, Carmelo, all those years ago when they asked Carmelo about coming off the bench and he literally just laughed during the press conference, right? I, I did. And you think if Carmelo during that time, even if he was on a minutes restriction, he wasn't gonna start. So there is a level of sacrifice, even Look, if it was to optimize the minutes. Russell Westbrook, there was a lot of people that felt like Westbrook should have went to the you bench. Think, yeah, you what think Russell Westbrook's coming off the bench? Well, no, no, for like, any uh, reason. Like Fra- Frank Vogel was afraid to even ask. Yeah. I heard a report that like they, that they were afraid to even ask. Like you couldn't even it's not that he wouldn't do it. It's like we're not even gonna ask this dude because it's it's gonna end badly. Yeah, right. The 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 other side of that would be okay, well, we know Steph is gonna be set at these minutes, but we you know, he's gotta start, so we're gonna do that. You you don't you don't think this conversation was made. Do you think they went up to Steph Curry and said you're coming off the bench and, and didn't even give him a question or you know, a, a a chance to offer his opinion? No, they talked about this together, and again, I think it sets the tone. And from a gameplay standpoint, now you're the Nuggets and you just lost it to the Warriors and Steph Curry came off the bench. And Steph Curry played twenty two minutes and you got smacked. So where do you go from here? 888-957-9570. That is the Xfinity Mobile Text Line. It's also the phone line to join in the conversation with Alan and I. Right now, we got Johnson in the city. Johnson, what's happening with you? Hey, Blocking Styles. Love the show. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so excited about the Warriors. You guys are always right about what happened last night. I'm, I'm kind of freaked out that, uh, man... I was one of the first ones who wanted LaMelo Ball here. But now what I saw what Jordan Poole did, Jordan Poole is better than LaMelo Ball, better than Wiseman. I think Jordan Poole is better than John Moran, better than Luka Doncic, better than Harden. It was wrong that uh, Draymond Green wanted Bradley Beal because Poole is better than Bradley Beal. Do you understand that, Dub Nation? You, it's like you got the number two guy in the league. Yeah, hey, 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 Johnson, man. Hey, you're right about that, man. Jordan Poole showed up and showed out. It doesn't matter. No, no, what, he do, what you do in the regular season doesn't matter, right? When you show up to a playoff game, Game one, your first playoff game of your career, and you do what Jordan Poole did, you're somebody. And like I said, like I said, every shot that he hit last night, right? Ching, <laughs> cha-ching, mm-hmm. cha-ching. You could just hear that cash register drawer opening and closing, and more money was going in. Yes, yes. And I think what we can take from that is what is Jordan Poole's ceiling? What, what, how good could this kid become? is really the question because you see what he's doing. You see, We've seen what he's been doing all season. Now, obviously, it's just one game, but first game of the playoffs, the lights weren't too bright. He's been there. He's done that. You know, from, from the, the college standpoint, I know they had their run at Michigan. So he he's not new to this. He's true to this. I, I think he's the real deal. I think he's proved that he's the real deal. What level of real deal that is, is is really what I'm trying to figure out. How good do I think Jordan Poole is going to be if we're talking, are we are we saying, you know, perennial all-star? Are we saying, uh, get, you know, all-star here, all-star there? But ultimately, how much longer does Steph and Clay play? Because you, if he does continue to improve the way he has, he's not going to want to come off the bench, and he shouldn't. Well, see, but, he here's, shouldn't. but here's the other thing with Jordan Poole is – is that that from a decision-making standpoint, a shot-making standpoint, a play-making standpoint, he is tops. He is tops in all those categories. Now, from a leadership standpoint, and, and more importantly, 
from a, a defensive standpoint, is he ready to be an elite defender and at least at least an elite effort defender? No, no because, well, not because, yet. Well, because that's the difference between are you Jamal Crawford or Lou Williams or are you a legitimate superstar dude in this league? Right? It's like right. do you defend at the other end? Yeah. Now, now, now I, I feel like I feel like over the last month I saw a lot better effort from him. I still don't know that that I don't know that he is even a standard replacement level defender yet. But but if he gets there and if he gets ahead of that, then you then you're talking top top ten dude in the league. Right. No, Easily. I, I mean, that's what it's like. He's 22, so the defense will come. We've seen it with Steph. Steph is having probably his best defensive year of his career this season. The comps for Jordan Poole when he was getting hot, right? We, we still don't know, but we were hearing like Jordan Clarkson, like those types of guys. Jordan Clarkson now, I mean, you would assume that Jordan Poole is now in a different category where we can start comparing him to some of these stars, and I know it's early, and I know we have to see more, but there's no reason to not feel that he's going to continue to improve, and the the jumps and the leaps that he has made in these first couple years he's been in the season cannot be denied. So if I'm doing the math based on how good he has become over these last couple years and and to look at what he's going to become, there's no reason to think that he can't be an all-star every other year or something like that. De- definitely, absolutely. But see, that that's the question, though, because how much better? J- wait, just by virtue of he's so darn good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how much better can he actually get offensively? Like, like what, I, what, 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 I mean, what's, le- what's left for him to master? I, w- I would say, yeah. I mean, and I think that he is a little underrated in his playmaking aspect uh, as far as passing and things like that. I think that he gets a bad rap for he's just a shot hunter but I do think he can improve uh, you know just as far as getting other people in the game and making sure it's not just about him doing his thing he, he's going to continue to improve on that but to be fair yeah I mean he's got every shot in the book right so it's it's tough to improve when you have every shot in the book hey the Xfinity mobile text line imagine fusing J- JP Jordan Poole and GP2 that like if, is, you could, if you could fuse that into one person, oh my that god, that would be nuts. That that's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer because you're you're locked down. D- I mean, that is the best. What what they used to say, Kawhi was the best two way player, Ooh. and and Paul. It was the tiers. Kawhi was at the top. PG thirteen was that second tier with Clay. I would mm-hmm. say. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I would put I would put I think Wiggins is up there as far as t- you know two way player. I mean, we Absol- called him two way Wiggs for a bit. Absolutely. Which again, which is why I just. Everybody that wants to kick my dude wigs out the door, man, just just slow your roll. This team is not going to be as good without Wiggins, man. It just isn't. Um, the Xfinity Mobile text line earlier, I was t- we were talking about KD. Xfinity Mobile text line, the 5-0. KD is a ridiculously talented, restless, needy soul who will never fulfill his need for external validation. He thought he could be top fiddle here, but quickly saw that the bay belongs to Steph, and it destroyed him. And it did. Like it, it, it put it did such a number on him. He looked at Kyrie Irving, the 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 the, the poster child for mental illness, right? <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, that's what that's my plan. That, <laughs> that's yeah. my plan, Kyrie Irving." Okay, he just, yeah. He just, yeah. Well, only those three guys, and we knew it when James Harden got to town. Only those three guys could make that not work. And I know that there were injuries involved. <laughs> but, but, but also but, only but, those three guys would, would would think that it could work. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and now Harden's off in Philly doing his thing there. And it's 
I don't understand how any of that. Now you have Ben Simmons where, I mean, I'm calling him street clothes Ben because I, I truly don't even remember how Ben Simmons plays. I'm going to have to fire up YouTube and watch because that's how long it's been. Oh, you might have him between games four or six. Just stop it. Just stop it. Well, I will believe it when he's actually on the court. And, and Kevin Durant basically said, I'm not, you know, thinking about Ben, right? He said it in a much nicer way, but there's no point in thinking about this until he's going to play. And, and he got injured, and he wasn't even playing. That's the most confusing part. So I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. The, the, the Nets, you talk about ifs, right? And we said the Warriors had the most ifs in the NBA. The Nets would be second, if, if, if not first, because of all the ifs that they have. Now they're down 1-0 to the Celtics, but you just feel that they do have the firepower. And, and we've seen this Celtics team not be able, this core, not be able to finish the deal in, in playoffs in the past. So... I don't know. I know you have the Celtics pick, but I think that's because you kind of just don't like Kyrie. Well, no, well, no, but but I also don't feel like Kyrie. I don't feel that, and I know he won a championship, so I know what I'm about to say is ludicrous. But I don't feel that he is a championship winning caliber dude. And just look at what happened when he before he got to the Celtics, when he's with the Celtics, and after he left, like the Kyrie Celtics that that year and a half, two year stretch where he was there. Were th- that was the worst time in the last seven years of the Celtics. Yeah. And before he got there, they were better. Literally with Isaiah Thomas as their main guy, they were better. He replaces Isaiah Thomas, right? And then they're crappier. <laughs> and then he leaves, and then they're better again. Yeah, I, I do think that Kyrie is a bit overrated. But I, I think that's because... His game is just aesthetically pleasing. He is a he's, hooper. It's amazing. And, and it's just beautiful to watch. And he's right? a hooper's hooper. You yes. know, like everybody who loves basketball loves Kyrie. It is. It's amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uncle Drew was amazing to watch. And, and there was horrible acting. Right, but right. watching Kyrie do his thing, man, dresses an old man, right? He, he's inter, It's an entertaining brand of basketball to watch. It's not just a stat filler, but it, it, it it's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. It is. But, but also, I don't feel like a Kyrie-led team will ever go anywhere. When we get back, we're going to continue the Dubs talk. We're also going to get back to the Giants a little bit as we head into the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, And also, your phone calls, your text, 888-957-9570. That's the Xfinity Mobile text line. Styles and Blocks, Block and Styles, 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Barton gets a pick. Cross grain on the free throw line. Pump fake, pump fake. Locked up by Poole. Feed Jokic deflected away by Draymond. 
It's a steal as Wiggins comes up with it. Finds Draymond on the attack. Throws it back out to midcourt to Poole. Takes a deep three. Got it! Timeout, Denver! Chase is rocking! And the Warriors lead by 13. Now back to 95-7, the game. Oh, the defense was stifling yesterday as the Warriors overtake the Nuggets 123-107 in the first game of the series. Game two, tomorrow night here, and you can always listen on 95-7, the game. Listen, coverage, there's the official post game is like an hour before the game. But look, tune in tomorrow, 6 a.m., Bonte and Butcher, they're going to be all over this, okay? Uh, uh, Willard and Debs, Guru and Steiny, all the way through, all the way through to Damon and Rattle, who are going to do the official post game before we kick to Tim Roy and the broadcast team for 30 minutes uh, before the game. Listen. This is gonna be a big deal tomorrow night. Oh my God! It, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be like like Christmas. It, it's like it's Christmas Eve today, Alan, because I'm so excited about what we saw last night, and I can't wait to see what what we what we're gonna see tomorrow. And in that highlight, you had you had the essence of the game. Jokic was kind of stifled. He turned the ball over back to the end of the court, other end of the court. Jordan Poole with the big shot, man, and Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole, man. What we've seen, Jordan Poole. And, and when you go back and you hear the stories, right? Like Jordan Poole's swipe card was the most swipe, swipe card of the practice facility yeah. over the last couple of seasons. You hear all these stories, and then you see what we got yesterday, and you just got to be encouraged about this guy's future. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because it – it is so funny to me, and I know with social media, it's hard to tell when people are doing things just for clout, as the kids say, or if they're really about that life, if they're really about that action. Because I don't know if you remember when the Suns beat the Warriors, and then they were working out, like they were they were working out after the game, and they posted some video, the grind don't stop. That stuff is so corny to me, right? Like these things that you're hearing about Jordan Poole sliding his card so much because he's getting his work in. That's what I like to hear, number one. And number two, let me just let me just see it. I don't need to watch you. I don't need to sit there. You know, I don't need you to post a video after the game that the grind don't stop, okay? <laughs> if the grind don't stop, why are you posting videos? Just get back to work then. So uh, to, to hear those stories about Jordan Poole, but hear it because that's what's actually happening. It's not... I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm in the gym again. I'm working out again. Nobody cares about that. All we care about is are you improving and are you continuing to move in a positive direction? And I know the Suns' franchise record, they're balling, so they can do whatever they want. But that stuff has always just kind of irked me. I don't need you to post a video saying that the grind don't stop. Just, just grind. Just grind. And Jordan Poole has been grinding in silence, it feels like. And we are all seeing the fruits of his labor, specifically the Warriors. And we saw it last night when the lights were not too bright for this 22-year-old. A couple of things. So the Xfinity Mobile text line, before we went to break, we were kind of getting into Kyrie Irving a little bit. And the 707 chimed in. And I feel like they described Kyrie Irving perfectly. And they said, people confuse his skill for greatness. It's pretty to watch, but he's one shot away from having a very different career narrative, right? Mm -hmm. And that—that's that, Kyrie skill level, mind blowing. Okay, but right. but but again, he hit the shot. It gets the dubs in a series 
that LeBron dominated for the Cavs for the most part, but he hit that shot. He hit that one he shot. Balled. He balled, though. Kyrie did well, ball in that series. He balled in the way like well, he was skilled and he did Kyrie things, though, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I would still – LeBron was the MVP of that series for a reason, not Kyrie, right? Uh, another one I want to get to out of the 510. And, I mean, I, I'm curious how you feel about this. We, we were just getting into how amazing – Jordan Poole is, but how amazing his story is and his 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 ascension has been. 5-0 on the Xfinity Mobile text line, I think we're too hyped up on Jordan Poole as a potential all-star. We make too we we make too much pressure on his scoring. Let him play through the end, see how he plays next year and talk then. I I am saying he arrived. When the facts change, <laughs> but, but, you know. 5-0, he's arrived, but but when the facts change, opinions change. If he comes out and he's ice, ice baby for the rest of the series, yes, we'll have a different conversation. But if he continues to ball out, I don't need to wait till next season because he's balling right now. It's the playoffs, right? But I guess, yeah. sure. And, and as far as his ceiling, and I guess the conversation was more specifically about his ceiling, I think his ceiling is, I don't know if it's every year, every season an all-star, but his ceiling is definitely going to have a couple all-stars under his belt. I mean, like I said, this dude can score, he can facilitate, he can decision-make. If he becomes a decent defense, because I don't know that he will ever be a James Harden caliber scorer, okay? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I don't have to do anything because I can score no matter what, right? But but he 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 definitely will probably approach that. But but Harden gets away with not playing defense because he's just so ridiculously good offensively. I think Jordan Poole needs to add in Maybe not elite defense into his thing, but but he needs to be a good defender, yeah. two-way player for him to be the guy that year in and year out is an all-star, but also a guy that can carry a franchise. Well, that's what I was going to say, and I and the defense is going to come. It might not come next season or the season after that, but it will eventually come. Or you know, the Warriors are not going to be very happy with him because the Warriors love you know to to see you compete on defense. And I know even Steph has gotten better, right? We can make this even more simple. Fast forward to Steph retired, Clay retired, assuming Jordan Poole is still on the Warriors. Is he could he be a number one option on a championship caliber team? That is really we can make this as simple as that. Is he does does is his ceiling number one option on a championship caliber team? I don't know if his ceiling is that high, but a couple years ago, we didn't know. Jordan Poole is going to be this good, so I'm not going to rule it out. But that is basically your question. When you're talking about bridging the gaps and, you know, the old school and the new school, and eventually Steph is going to retire, Clay is going to retire, and you hand the keys off to Jordan Poole and Kaminga, could he be a number one option, assuming that they are still going to contend for championships? Or are they just going to be a playoff caliber team? That's really the question. What is his ceiling that? See, and, and the funny thing is, is that right now, offensively, just based purely on his offensive acumen, right now, he is a he is a guy that that year in and year out could be the go-to primary scorer on a playoff team, a contending team. Well, okay, who's around him? Okay, right. How, how much better a, is Kaminga? Exactly right. But but he's at, right now. I would absolutely say that he is a he is a from a scoring aspect, he is absolutely a guy that could be the best scorer on a contending team. Again, if it's a good contending team, right? Is he gonna be is he gonna be able to elevate a bad team around him like Jokic and Taylor? No, no. He's right. not that level. But but he he's somewhere up there. So 
Interesting thing. Jordan Poole last season averaged 12 points a game. This season, 18 and a half, a six point per game uh, 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 increase. Okay. Last season, he averaged less than two assists per game. This season, he's averaged four. Uh, he shot 92% from the free throw line to up from 88. And he upped his three point percentage, uh, just one percentage. But if you go to what he's done like the last six weeks, it's, it's significantly more than that. And, and I'd say that the last like two, three months, he's probably been in the 40s, okay? Jordan Poole made a quantum leap this season in terms of what he, what he what who he was last season, who he was this season. He also played 25 more games, right? And he made 47 more starts, right? So Jordan, Jordan Poole's, his ascension has been to quantum leap. And over the break, you were saying. Yeah, hey. I was going to say. All that that you just said is all true. Still wasn't good enough to not just, obviously, they haven't announced the winners yet, to not win most improved player. He's not even a finalist. He's not even a finalist for most improved player. It just came out about 15 minutes ago or so. The most improved player, the three finalists they have, is Darius Garland, Ja Morant, and DeJounte Murray. And I know that they're all ballers. I mean, they all are, right? That's why you're on this list. Yeah, absolutely. Ja Morant... Here, here's a here's a question. Should most improved players, should it matter what your story is? Because John Morant getting most improved player when, you know, he, he's the second pick, ex- expected to be, you're, you're either a baller or a bust. Well, but, but he also balled out last season. I mean, did he prove his numbers? Sure. Right. Yeah. Jordan Poole was in the G League. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it like, kind yeah. of, I, I can't really speak on, you know, Darius Garland. I know he's a baller, and I know the Spurs and Spurs fans love DeJounte Murray. John Moran being in there is kind of interesting to me. I thought even a Desmond Bain could have snuck in from the from the Grizzlies. Not having Jordan Poole on that list is 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 tragic, in my opinion. And I, is that is that dub fan bias, though? Yeah, now I'm thinking. Or, 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 or no, or, or do is he just being overlooked because he's on the Warriors and people think, oh, Steph Curry, uh, uh, Draymond Green, right? Clay Thompson, and people don't, oh, people don't, they don't know. Like, because people know the Warriors, okay? Steph Curry jerseys are still flying off the shelf as we speak. He's still one of the top two, three jersey sales year in and year out, okay? He's still a big draw. Clay Thompson is, 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 is a big factor. And if you don't watch this team, right, and you know that these other dudes are here in that building and they're playing, right? And you're like, well, they're winning. They're the third seed. It, it must be those guys. And it was him. It was him. And, and it's not just how great he was. It's that he contributed to winning. This team isn't a number three seed without Jordan Poole this season. They're not. No, they're not. Oh, I will say this. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Also, let me just say this. The, 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 the Grizzlies – Went 20-3 and three without Ja. Yeah, okay. yeah. they did. So now, his, his improvement led to more wins is what I'm getting at. Sorry, please continue. Now, all of the the three finalists are all starters, right? Jordan I, Jordan Poole was a starter for a lot of this season. So I, I, I don't know if that has something to do with it. Technically, he's quote-unquote not, or he is, but it's because Clay was out. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to really do a deep dive on these numbers from all these Look, guys he, last year and this year. He had 51 year. starts in 82 games. 51 starts, that, that means that you started way more than you didn't start. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunate, but it's just another reason to hashtag keep grinding. And if you're Jordan Poole, maybe it's maybe it's better that way. You're a li- little bit under the radar. You know, uh, you don't have to worry about this anymore and just continue to ball. And these guys can can like 
you know, win all the awards they want, Jordan Poole is going to be thinking, well, I'm going to, I'm trying to get this ring, and I'm playing with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, so you can keep your most improved. The, see, but trophy. another another aspect to this, this tragic to me, is that first things first. So I'm looking at Vegas Insider at the uh, player odds from NBA Most Improved Players. John Morant minus one minus eight thirty three. Like the prohibitive favorite is John ja, is John ja Morant, right? Which is he was he was already at star level. So if you go from really good to extra good like right. how much improvement is that really right yeah it's a, it's an interesting one and and you, if you talk to jaw you probably he probably doesn't even want to be on that list he wants to be he <laughs> wants to be on the mvp, MVP list exactly, right so right? nobody's probably happy besides dejounte murray and 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 darius garland and who knows who's going to win we just know it's not going to be jordan Poole. so some of the other favorites on vegas insider you mentioned darius garland you mentioned dejounte murray you mentioned miles bridges now darius garland is on a team that was a a top seed in in the East, right? Um, mm-hmm. So okay, that's one. But Dejounte Murray and Miles Bridges, but, but, the, but Cleveland they, slipped though. They slipped, you know, towards the end of the season. Oh, they did. Right? They, they, did. they ended yeah, up in a playoff. Yeah, yeah. They were in a playing game. Oh my God, they were. They were. Yeah, they were the top seed. Oh, good, good call. But but and, and that I guess that that also feeds my point is is that it's one thing to be on a crappy team where you can just go there and run the show and take as many shots as you want and put up numbers, okay? It's like the the Russell Westbrook dynamic, we'll call Mm -hmm. it, okay? The entire team is about you. The entire team is about DeJounte Murray. The entire team in Charlotte, I mean, I know I know they got LaMelo there and whatnot, and, but but the entire Charlotte team, if Miles Bridges doesn't have a whole lot of competition to just come out and just do what he wants to game to game, moment to moment. Jordan Poole had to fit in to a already basically established puzzle. So for him to improve within the structure of a winning organization, like I feel like that doesn't get enough enough play. Like that that should be making an even bigger deal because it's hard to step up and, and, and shine when you're on the court with Steph Curry, when you're on the court with Draymond Green and and uh and Clay Thompson, and when you have an All Star like like Andrew Wiggins playing next to you, right? It's even more difficult, and and, and just his his contribution to winning that should matter. Like the MVP is usually best player on the best team, and John Morant. I guess if you want to use that criteria, then I guess John Morant improved, and he was on a really good team. But again, uh, that that that's insane that he's even on there. But Jordan Poole to me, like I don't I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who wins it. 21-2022 basketball season. Jordan Poole will forever be the most improved player in basketball for me. Well, and to your point, it's it's that old saying, doing things that don't show up in the stat sheet, right? So when you're looking at this, obviously the voters didn't feel that Jordan Poole did enough. But on top of the fact that Jordan Poole improved his numbers the way he did, he did it. Like you said, in 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 the Warrior system, and also he did it with his role changing basically every 10, 20 games, right? So at one day you're option one, the next day you're the you're option one with the big boys. The next mm-hmm. day everybody is sitting, all the starters are sitting, but you're playing with the B team and the C team. The very next day Clay comes back, so now you're option three. The very next day Steph Curry gets hurt, so now you're option one. So it, it, it's been confusing most of the season. You've been option two, right? So. So he's been able to overcome that and 
figure out a way. And we've had these discussions about, well, when he comes off the bench, he's not the same guy. But all in all, he has found a way to fight through really a year where the stability as far as his actual role has changed not from game to game, but from week to week or to series to series based on the injuries that the Warriors have had. So I I don't think that's something that the voters are looking at, but from the Dub Nation part of it, we understand that one day he's option one, the next day he's option four, the next day he's option two, the next day he's option three. And, And it's not that easy to handle, and he's done it incredibly well. And his numbers have only gotten better. They, they've only gotten better. And and John Moran, and I'm, listen, John Moran, I, I am not, let me just say, I am not at all, nor would I ever try to sit here and say that Jordan Poole has, 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 uh, has gotten into Ja Morant territory, right? But, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jordan Poole, in the postseason, he took 14. In the regular season, he took 14 shots and he scored 18 and a half points. Okay. John Morant in the regular season, he averaged 27 points a game, right? Which is far, far, far more than Jordan Poole. He also took 20 shots a game. Okay. Add six more shots into Jordan Poole's, into Jordan per game for Jordan Poole. He might have John like numbers. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, right, like he's right. He, Jaw's getting every, all the shots that he wants. Right. Ja, yeah. It's the Jaw show. When, when he's playing because, I mean, yes, Desmond Bain has gotten better. Dylan Brooks is a good player. But when he's in, it's the Josh show versus Jordan Poole. You're, you're still deferring at times because you have the greatest shooter in the world and a top five shooter in the world with Klay Thompson, obviously the best shooter in the world with Steph. So you got to pick your spots. And he's still been able to do what he's done this season. The Xfinity Mobile text lines chiming in. This is better for the Warriors, fellas, when it comes time to pay him, meaning Jordan Poole. Maybe I, they're still going to have to pay up. I was getting ready to say. <laughs> they're going to have to pay you're up. Not getting, you're not getting a discount, man, on Jordan Poole, whether he's uh, the, the most improved, whatever, man. Like, the, the, you open up the checkbook. Mm-hmm. Just be ready. R- write the check. Take a deep breath. <laughs> okay. Because you got it. Because you, you're going to have to open up the register, man. And, and you know, you're just going to have to give them some of that uh, – some of that sweet money, okay? T- take the money from the sweets and just, just, just Venmo it right to Jordan Poole, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, Zell. Like don't, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't, don't even bother with a check. Just Zell it right to him. Send him in Venmo. I, I don't think Jordan Poole is a cash app kind of dude, but if, he, if he's got the cash app, then send him his millions that way, man. But he's getting paid one way or the other, and he's getting paid big. Mm-hmm. And, and he deserves it. He deserves it. And if he continues like this, now what happens, right, as – as the facts change, opinions change, what happens if he goes ice cold for the rest of the series? To me, you still, he's 22, okay? First playoff run, you're still going to pay him. Does that make you look at him any differently? I don't think it should because, again, he's 22, first playoff run. You still have Steph. You still have Clay. He's not the guy, but let's hope that that doesn't happen. Let's hope that he just balls out. (laughs) Let's hope so. But I... Even if he goes ice cold for the rest of this series, for the rest of the playoffs, okay? What he did in the regular season, yeah, they were already talking twenty million. Mm-hmm. They were, and that's before the last month and month or so where he started tearing things up. Yeah, like before that point when he was kind of in the middle of his slump, they were like, "Oh, well, we think we can get Jordan Poole for twenty million." Yeah, year. yeah, and then four years, eighty million. Well, then Steph goes down, and you're thinking, "Okay, what's going to happen?" It didn't look good at times for the Warriors. And Jordan Poole just said, I got us. We, we, we'll be okay. 
Okay, so do you think so? Bob Myers, Joe Lakeup and company, Joey Lightyears has has went on the record and and also showed. He's also showed he ain't afraid of no luxury tax. Mm-mm. He ain't afraid of no luxury tax. But how long do they really go ahead and play an extra hundred million a season, right, to to keep this team intact? Do you see a scenario where they get outbid and they're like Jordan Poole is like I'm I'm want thirty. I know I can get 30. By the way, he's worth 30. He's worth 30. And do, do you see a scenario where they're like, God, we just we can't do it anymore. We, we can't afford to pay $100 million a year in luxury tax fees for you. It depends. Yeah. And that goes back to what they think Jordan Poole will be. Right. And the timing, the problem is the timing because you're not to that next wave yet because – Steph and Clay are are still there. So it, it's almost you wish that it happened a little later, right? So that maybe Steph and Clay are closer to retiring and ending their careers. And that w- this would be a no-brainer, but you still have them. So if you're not able to make the dollars make sense, you might have to say goodbye to a Jordan Poole because you still have Steph and Clay. I hope it doesn't get to that. They would find a way to make it work. I mean, you know, obviously Wiggins would be gone or wh- whoever else needs to be gone. But to your point, there is a chance that that could happen because the whole basketball world is watching him continue to develop into a star. See, and that's the thing. You hear about East Coast bias, the East Coast bias thing where people on the East Coast just sleep when the Warriors are playing and people don't really get to see. When you talk about why he's not in that mix, I feel like that has something to do with it. I really, really do. Because half of this list, at least according to Vegas Insider, you got the Cleveland. They're on the West, in East Coast. You got you got Philadelphia, the Tyrese Maxey, East Coast team. Memphis might play in the Western Conference, but they're, but they're in that, that time zone, Tennessee, mm-hmm. where they're one time zone behind the East Coast. Darius Garland, uh, I'm sorry, DeJounte Murray being in San Antonio, that's one thing. And then you got John Morant who plays in Memphis, and their games come on when people are having dinner on the East Coast, man. And I feel like that's a part of it. But, you know, there's also probably some other factors. I'll tell you this, but after this this playoff run, which is unfortunate because it's a regular season award, so it's already been voted on, right? Like, after this playoff run, everybody's going to know the name Jordan Poole. Yes. Well, and you look at that list, and – you know, the the Grizzlies lost their first game. Spurs, you know, done. Uh, Darius, Gar- the, the Cavs, done. I mean, I think there is a part of this that is you play with Steph Curry. So it's a, it's a little tough. The Warriors in general, it, you don't think of improvement when you think of the Warriors. And, and again, maybe that's the other thing. It's like the... A lot of 49ers aren't in the Hall of Fame because they played with Rice in Montana in Latin, right? Maybe that's also what's holding them back. Again, if you if you you know were under a rock yesterday, <laughs> the Warriors win the opening game of the playoff series against the Nuggets 127 to 123 to 107, a 16-point victory. When we get back, we are gonna shift. A little bit into the the San Francisco Giants. They're seven and two. They have the best record in Major League Baseball, and they just beat today the Cleveland Guardians. That's right, the Guardians, eight to one. Styles and Block, Block and Styles, ninety five seven. The game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.